0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Body and the Beast podcast. Coming straight into your ears for the next few hours are your
1: awesome hosts, Dan Meredith
0: and Jamie Alderton.
1: Howdy folks and welcome to another episode of The Body and the Beast. I'm your body, Jamie Alderton.
0: And I am your horny beast, (laughs) (laughs) Dan Meredith. (laughs) Fuck it, you know what? That's staying in the edit. I don't uh, even know why Christ. I started it like well, that. Well I one, know can,
1: I know why you started because we you are can on guess episode three
0: sin it is. Yes,
1: we're on episode three of our seven deadly sins and this one of course, ladies and gents, is lust. And uh, there are different angles we can play on this one. When it comes Well, you're going to gonna get
0: two very different perspectives <laughs> on this one, because Jamie walked me through, because we always have a little bit of prep before we do our podcast, and Jamie walked me through his points, and I'm like, they are very different to the ones that I am going to be bringing to the table, Mr. Olsen.
1: Okay, so let's start with you, Mr. Meredith. lust, what are some problems that you've had with lust over the years? Do you
0: know what? Because you've always got your quotes by clever people and from books and all sorts. Me, I'm more of a meme man myself. And I'm going to show this to you now. So that's the meme I'm talking about. okay? But it simply says, my dick has led me to places that I wouldn't even go with a gun. And (laughs) it's one of my... Okay, and I am putting my hands up here, in all honesty, I 100% have probably been that place for the opposite sex as well, okay, none of us here is perfect, okay, I'd, I'd wager that most people have made decisions based out of lust and have done things, you know, I think, oh, this will be fun to have, you know, X or Y mischief. And then when, let's just say, the moment is over, there's that feeling of, oh, (laughs) oh dear. (laughs) I didn't really want to do this. I'm sure there's been people who felt the same about me. Listen, none of us here is fucking perfect, okay? But lust is one of those things that it's a... It's a it's an interesting one because you know I I'm, I've always been very open on this podcast and shared you know like what I'm get what's going on in my life and things that are up and obviously when things that are down that are down and I will say I have you know me personally I have completely mistaken you know love for uh, sorry lust for love in the past that is something that has made me overlook. Maybe certain red flags, maybe certain things that realistically aren't in alignment. You know, I feel very privileged. to Met some amazing humans over the years. Um, you know, lots of lovely, wonderful individuals. But there are people that, realistically, because I was so you know head over heels in in lust with them, I confused that with you know love. Um, I ignored things that honestly weren't in alignment with what what I was looking for, where I wanted to go. And you know, things didn't work out and stuff, but you know, that lust, that desire, that want is such a magnetic and powerful force. And, you know, we touched last time on, on, on greed. And this is something that, you know, again, I'll always be honest, I had to do some work on myself. I kind of felt, you know, if I, if I had this amount of income or if I had that body shape, or if I had this car or this home or or whatever, then I would attract, you know, the, the person of my dreams. Whereas actually I was more than enough as I was. And if I just actually, you know, obviously there's a few areas that I needed to, there's some rough edges that needed to be smoothed off. And, you know, I've met some amazing people off the back of that. You know, I'm currently on a, a little bit of a sabbatical from such things because that energy is being channeled into into work, into creation, into doing. It's a really powerful um, uh, emotion, full stop. But for me right now, um, I'm choosing to park those desires and park that side of my life because I, I know how excited I can get and I can get really into it. And I, you know, I do love actually being in a relationship. I enjoy dating. It's good fun. Um, but, but taking my time on this instance, you know, if I meet someone and not confusing that, you know, for me, that's one of the sort of things I wanted to say on this, this scene is that, that lust for love thing. I know many people have done that. Um, many of my friends have, I have in the past and yeah, sometimes because you are a human being full of hormones, you are just going to do some dumb shit and chase after things that you really shouldn't.
1: But this is the same with everything. When You know, you're talking about relationships there. that It's the same with material items. It's the same with everything. Mm. It's understanding that we are suckers for short-term gratification and we yep. struggle with long-term gratification. You know, mm-hmm. and when I even talk about relationships, here, like, for me, I'm not drinking now till kind of December because it's just mm-hmm. not serving me. Even though I know that come this Friday, I will lust for a couple of beers sitting down watching tv and and i have this i have my golden hour is basically it's like 7 till 8 p.m where i crack open a beer kids have just gone up to bed i get like a 30 minute period of time before we kind of settle down for the evening to watch whatever i want on youtube which is normally just catching up on like ufc fight news and some stuff whilst having a beer and i will tell you now There is nothing in that 30 minute period that is more glorious Mm -hmm. than that. But I'm going to be getting rid of that for the next eight weeks and it's going to be annoying. But the reason being is that delayed gratification of doing it will enable me to work on some things I need to work on, do some more stuff that I need to do, i.e. write my new book and Mm -hmm. compete in my jiu-jitsu tournament in three and a half weeks time which once again those things are more important than that little 30 minute golden half hour shall we say of lust yes. for something and lust Mate, is very I'm lusting
0: after a fucking pizza right now but part you know seriously i am i'm at a position where i kind of i held my, my good sort of my fight shape for a lot for a long time um i'm focusing on a slightly different goal at the moment but i've also got to be very much you know I'm, I'm really in creation mode right now and if i you know i, I honestly i want every I, I did a week some month maybe a month or so ago, where i just had a pizza every night i just wanted one and i thought fuck it i'm gonna do it and you know i felt shit by the end of that week fucked up my sleep i felt shit i was bloated you know and again, it's it's never just a pizza as well. There's always a few sides with it too. So I'm there's some things that I'm lusting after as well. There's some things that I really want. I mean, and I, you know, obviously I came out the gate with like a sort of more comical relationship thing and just being a bit sort of lighthearted from the start. But you know, it's not like I don't enjoy those things, or you know, I want to, you know, I still have desires like a normal person, but I am delaying that gratification, much like you are with yours, because for me, I'm gonna. I've got work to do. I've got shit that needs to get done. There's other things that I have to focus on right now, and you know, I can go out into that world and have fun again. In my head, you know, I'm. You know, I've got a friend of mine. She's a very good friend. Um, she might be listening to this. Like she is desperate to do this because she's met her chap um she did it drunkenly to show her friend what a shit show tinder was and the online thing was so she she's single downloaded it and i gotta be honest he's a fucking catch i didn't think he was real it was that cool but he's an absolute even i'm just like you know my bread's not buttered that way but even i fancy him a little bit like he's he's a fucking quality catch but she is desperate to do my profile for me and help me write it and so on and so forth where the fuck where the fuck did I bring that up what was I going off to I've done one of me dangents again I'm sorry I'm not actually no I'm not sorry this is a podcast we film it and record it for you for free so yeah I, I'm not even gonna apologise there you go whatever that was
1: yeah <laughs> well I think there it,
0: there's some content it's <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I think
1: it started off with the overindulgence of pizza and I just remembered that
0: ah, that's it no I yeah. remembered I remembered it now so there what I'm saying is she wants to, to do that and apparently this time of year as of course this will be coming out um, november time is kind of something called cuffing season which is where you kind of get yourself a, a partner for like the, the wintry cold months. It's kind of, you know, you have, you know, it's kind of like the, the opposite of a dog is for life, not just for Christmas. It's kind of, you know, you kind of <laughs> see somewhere for you basically, you do the coupley shit. You can kind of, you know, you can eat the, eat the food, you can kind of lots of staying in, you know, Christmas markets, all that kind of stuff. And then you wait until the, the light starts to change again. And then you just buy them off and go off and do it. But again, we we're having some fun with this, and we were talking about it, and she said, "Oh, you know, maybe that's something you should try." And I'm just like, "Yeah, it would be fun, you know. You, I've met some, I've, I've done it a couple of times in the past. Met some amazing people, but until the work is done, I'm not going to give myself, you know, the rewards. You know, I like going out there, I like dating, I like meeting new people, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. It is fun, and if you choose, and that's it. Like, I'm not anti-apps or anti-any of that kind of stuff. If you think it's going to be shit, then it's going to be shit. That's it. But that delayed gratification, that not going into your desires is just it's really, really fucking hard to do. Hashtag, that's what she said. But um, we, we both know I was going to be silly on this one. But it is such a powerful, powerful thing is when you can you know temper those desires and say, right, I still want this thing. I still want that activity. I still want to enjoy this food, this drink, this physical activity, whatever it is I want to do, but I'm choosing not to because I've got other shit I need to do right now. That's really powerful.
1: And a lot of people do this. And I like I, I've got um my Santa shred on at the moment. And a lot of people the weekend before they do it, they overindulge because they go, right, this is the last little bit before it gets serious. And it's exactly what I do. Like this weekend I had a mass I had more booze than I normally do. And the reason being is because I knew that I was going to have a period of time without it. And actually, if I felt a bit and like I normally do, and I've done this for years, when I used to compete, I used mm-hmm. to get absolutely hammered the weekend before I start day one, week one of prep, because I want to finish this feeling of grogginess. You know that feeling of I'm never drinking again? Yeah. I want to finish on that as I go into a a long period of, you know, that was normally like 14, 16 weeks of sobriety Mm -hmm. and focus. And I want to finish on that thought process of, yeah, last, my last experience of alcohol was a negative one, which helps it disappear for for months on end. And I've always done that. And, uh, you know, I woke up on Sunday feeling a bit groggy going, yep, we're done now till Christmas. All good. Mm -hmm. And, you know I know I'm gonna have those kind of lusts this weekend, especially as well firstly there's there's um as we uh, as we of course recording this a bit into the future um I won't know the result yet, but there's both UFC and boxing on this weekend and I finally bit the bullet and paid for the sports channels rather than <laughs> rather than the um Amazon hacked fire stick which keeps fucking pausing. Uh, there's nothing worse, okay, and I know this is annoying and it's it's only like 29 pounds a month, but someone gave me one of those uh, Amazon fire sticks which has been unlocked and you get all the sports channels. The trouble with the with it for some reason is on all the sports channels it pauses and there's nothing more annoying with a UFC fight of someone fighting it pausing. And then as soon as it's unpaused after 10 seconds, they're on the floor and then someone's celebrating that they've won. And you're like, right, fuck this shit. I'm going to have to <laughs> bite the bullet and actually pay for this channel. So I've done that now and I get full uh, <laughs> channel access without pausing, but I'm going to have that lust. I'm going to have that lust to want to sit down and look at all of these things with a beer uh and that's gonna be fine because i will replace that habit and actually this is something that i found when you are kind of lusting for things and this is the same with habit change um a a great thing to think about is what can you do differently but still get the same benefit and i'll tell you something that i do when i don't drink on a weekend is i still drive to sainsbury's and i probably the best non-alcoholic drink which i that I've had out of all of them are the um zero percent um coronas Mm. and the reason that I like them is that you can buy the limes you have the corona you put the lime in and you get that kind of corona taste without the alcohol and you have a couple of them and they scratch the itch and it's great and actually, I enjoy driving, and I remember posting about it. I remember on my stories, and someone said, "What's the point in drinking non-alcoholic beer?" You know, and I was just, "Why are you going to the supermarket for?" I said, "You're forgetting it's the whole process of having something to look forward to, to go to the shop of the weekend, to get those couple couple of bottles, and actually keep the same habit up, just without the." disadvantage
0: i used to like one of the things i know we're you know we're talking about lust on this one but you know i i i again i i love learning and reading from lots of people i I try and read across the spectrum of you know business psychology marketing relationships health yeah i I love reading i love consuming um obviously creating as well and you know there's been some i don't even know what i've clicked on but i've seen some things where it's like you know very uh anti the opposite sex you know you know men have to be this or women have to be that and i'm just like oh, let's just calm down a little bit obviously we're talking about this on, on the lust of things there's an alcohol thing like you know i still um i had some uh, awesome dates earlier this year I Spent a great time uh, with someone for a period of time which was amazing had a lovely period of time but i would still have a non-alcoholic cocktail and pretty much here before i go I, I used to one of my favorite things was going out for i love a tasting menu that's my you know one of my other sort of weaknesses as things. I said I scratch cards was on the last episode. Um when it comes to food, I do love I would rather I would I eat pretty much don't know what you're like, same stuff every day. I literally eat the same things every day. I have like protein shakes, Greek yogurt, steak, chicken breasts, bit of rice some wholemeal bread and a few protein bars. I eat the same thing and I'm happy with that. Tastes nice, keeps me in good shape, keeps me feeling good. But a tasting menu is a little treat for me. I love the theater of it. I love all the little dishes. But I also, I don't want to have a Diet Coke with my thing. And, And I do want, you know, do I? I mean, I've been, you know, I've not had a drink now for, it'll be six years in January. was my last alcoholic drink. And it was not hard for me to stop. Okay, I've got to say for me, I drank a lot and we're talking, well, bottle of Grey, like if it was a, a sensible night, it was a bottle of Grey Goose. If I was going hard in the paint, it was a bottle of Grey Goose and a half bottle of gin. And, you know, I'd probably do that four or five nights a week. So yeah, it was not a good thing. It was, you know, it was definitely, you know, some sort of functional alcoholism. And if any of you struggle with that, you know, you have my empathy, but I am also just going to say I'm proof that you can, you can stop and you can get out of it. But I still, you know, someone says to me, do you ever miss alcohol? And I said, yeah, they do. There's a cocktail um, on a a date night. There's a, a red wine with a roast dinner. I miss a cider, at a barbecue, and I miss a whiskey with a friend. You know, I want those still. <clears throat> but I also know I made a decision to stop that for me that was a, a hard no moderation tried was not for me on that one and it was just best to just say do you know what I'm gonna stop so if you can again obviously we talk about lusting after things here moderation is always your friend moderation if you can do have a little bit of something you enjoy some of the things you love that's obviously the best way but for me for the type of person I have the way my brain works sometimes I have to just cut things out completely and just say no to my desires, to my wants, my needs. So I can focus on the other thing. Doesn't mean I'm not going to bring some of those back, but some of them like the drinking gone for good as much as I would, you know, there's been like, I said, when we had the really, the heat wave over summer. I remember just walking along the river and people were just sat there with like ciders. And I was just like, Oh, I really want to, you know, in my head, I was like, what a fucking just be sat there now, listening to my music, having a can of cider. But I'm like, that's it. That's a, a, a lust. That's a desire. That's a want that is, I, I just can't have. So, yeah. Anyway, bit of a in there, but that's the second one. So enjoy.
1: No, I think it's it's so so true. I and mean, as you said, with the word de- decision, it's from the Latin mean meaning to cut. And sometimes mm. we do need to make these these tough decisions. And and the reason why they're so tough is because the thing in which you're cutting out is actually enjoyable. You know, lust yeah. is an Lust in the moment is a very magical, incredible feeling, It's a very addictive feeling, but then it's understanding that, you know, a lot of the things that you're lusting after, if you keep lusting after them over a period of time, you're just going to be worse and worse off. You know, more isn't always better and too much very of a true. good thing becomes a very bad thing and delayed gratification, mod You know, moderation and delayed gratification, they're two things which are very, very difficult to understand in the short term. It's like, you know, it's very hard to explain to somebody compound interest because it's based on patience. And it's not until 10, 15 years that you actually see the fruit of your labor. It's like when I tell somebody to stretch every day, they stretch every day for a week, they're not going to feel that much better, but if they stretch every day for a year, they're going to be noticing how much they're more mobile and injury free. And, you know, this is the same with everything. It's just understanding that each thing that you do or don't do, um, each day is, is kind of writing a a blank check for yourself, which you're going to cash in, in some time in the future. And it's just understanding and looking at it like that is every decision that you make to walk past that bench. Of people who are drinking cider mm-hmm. you've just written you know you've just written a check to yourself of something which is going to compound over time in in your future and it's a great it's and a great you, way to look at it
0: and you know your body makes you know chemicals and hormones that are so powerful i mean to all of you all of us here have probably you know i don't know what would happen medically so if i'm wrong please correct me but we've all gone through puberty we go from that i remember just thinking, you know, as you do. Like I had like girl friends when I was obviously a little boy. You know, you just met people, but you just like oh, girls are rubbish, kind of. Oh, then all of a sudden you are like, oh, hello. Why do I suddenly like these now? And it's like that sort of switch when you are, you know, a little boy. Obviously, when you when your hormones kick in, all of a sudden you start thinking and seeing things. It's an incredibly, you know, it's a, it's such a powerful one. You know, I am talking about more like the sort of sex hormones here because that is a That's how we keep going as a race is we make more humans by doing that. And that's why it's such a, an overrider. And so, yeah, so I have my testosterone checked like a little while ago and it's still, you know, especially for my age as well, it's still really high. And there's a part of me that I wish it wasn't in a way because that drive, that desire is always there. And it's kind of, you know, I kind of like you know, I remember talking to a, a much older friend of mine, he said, you know, he's he's he was in his late 60s but he you know was still still a randy sausage and he said he still would be like you know he's i think he's separated from his partner then we was still going out there and dating and trying to chat to people and i was like i fucking loved it it was a it was quality you know fun to hear from him and his stories of you know dating in his late 60s which was quite interesting you know it's still a desire we have but it is incredibly powerful but the thing about desires is kind of like what we said on the greed one, like sometimes when you get the thing you want, because you've built it up in your head, you've got excited about it, you've got you like, oh wow, this is gonna be the best thing ever. And you're like, that's ah, all right. That's cool. That's nice, it's pleasant, it's alright. And then you don't feel and you don't feel any real difference.
1: But at the same time, Dan, there are some things which I've kind of uh lusted after, got, and many years later, they still produce happiness to me. So we through this, Jamie. Well, I, okay. So um, there's a couple of expensive items that I've bought that I've lusted mm-hmm. after and then had, and they've literally been the right items. A random one, for example. Um, I, I'll give you a, uh, a random one. I've always, you know, I lusted after this brand new uh, one wheel. So I got a one wheel. Um, yeah, and obviously that's, that. that's you kind of proof, but it's one of those very expensive items, which I'll use pretty much every single week. And even to this day, years later, still get just as much joy from it as I bought it. And a weird thing, um, <laughs> which I will laugh about after sending me a meme last week about it is my Tesla. You know, I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> Uh, i'm just remembering the the meme i sent you i'm sorry (laughs) yeah so you won't you know why he's laughing so much but it's this cartoon of some guy with a tesla on autopilot giving himself some pleasure and he goes wow look at that guy he's uh you know in, he's giving himself self, a blowjob. That's yeah, what he's and, doing. He's literally. And he goes. A he goes. Job. Well, of course he drives a Tesla. That's what all Tesla drivers do. And uh, oh, yeah,
0: that's why autopilot was invented.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I bought that car two years ago. Around this time, two years ago, so it was Christmas 2021, mm. and that thing brings me just as much joy today as the day that I bought it. Uh, it is Mate, a very. It I'm was the a, same. And, I,
0: I desired my, you know, my Range Rover for a while. I'll be honest, this is okay. Sounds wanky. So I'm gonna prefix it with that one. So when I was a little boy, um loved Transformers. So that was like what I grew up with. The cartoon, Optimus Prime, loved, you know, I'm talking like the original series, but Jazz was my favourite character. I loved Jazz, who was this like right-hand man, and Jazz was a Porsche. Now, I love Porsches before I knew that a Porsche was like an expensive car. I didn't know, it's just a boy, it's just a car, look cool. So I always wanted one, I always kind of said, you know, that'd be a car I'd get one day. But then when, um, and it was it was planned, I was going to get one. And then my dad passed away. Um, I needed a car, which was a bit more practical. But I still wanted something that was kind of, you know, nice and, and luxury. And then I, and I, and I settled on a Range Rover. And I remember the day I picked it up and it was something that I the thing is as soon as I've made my decision, it's that typical reticular activating system thing. As soon as I said, I, was, I saw the fuckers everywhere, everywhere. I saw them after seeing them just occasionally. And I remember going to the garage and getting it and I was so happy about it. But the thing is, that's also paid off as well, because every time I see it, I smile. So I, I see it, it actually brings me joy. It's honestly, it's like driving a big fuck off sofa around. But do you know what I really love about it, and this is something that was an unexpected side effect. Like I, you know, like many people, are, you know, still ride motorbikes and stuff as well. But you know, the act of driving somewhere, riding somewhere, is quite good for the mind. Anyway, but I've really loved how because I was, I was a motorcyclist for years, just me and the motorbikes. That's it. You know, it's very much, uh, you know, that's all I did. I rode my bikes. You know, I'd happily do my shopping on it, go to places on it, travel on it. I just I was a, I was a hardcore biker. But do you know what I really love about it now. I'm useful. I love giving lifts to people, helping people out, help someone move. Um, a friend of mine's little sister who I knew, you know, she uh, wanted to go to boxing and um, I was like, well, I can take you. It's like, well, you have to come and get me. I was like, yeah, well, I like driving. I just listen to my music. I was, I was like, it's, it's, so again, so that's a, a positive lust because I, I saw it, I wanted it, I worked for it, I got it and it now continues to bring me joy. And, you know okay let's just use again um, um, obviously you know you met when you were quite young so I'm very mindful how I, I phrase this but you know like yourself and your wife you know you met you obviously fancied each other you know became a thing and that's you know you've been together for god I don't even know how long mate a long time now and that's still to this day a wonderful relationship and you know with two lovely kids and a, and a great life you both seem very very happy that's another positive experience from you know what is probably at that age
1: lustful to start yeah 25 years this wow. year wow
0: that's amazing, mate. So lust is good. So it's one of those ones that can be good. But what I say is it's just by all means, if you see, you know, if there's someone you are really fancy, if there's something you really want, there's something you really want to do, eat, try, you know, that that kind of that carnal desire to consume, to get, to have. Just take a pause. Okay. If it's especially if it's, it's expensive or could ruin your fucking life, okay? Just take a moment and honestly sleep on it. So if it's something expensive, it's about to stop. No, no, I'm gonna come to that one. I know exactly where you're going with that one, okay? But it's a little tip. So if it's something expensive, it's a big purchase, it's, right, rest. Think about it with a clear head, okay? If it's of a more carnal nature, Okay, this is a little tip, which probably all of you know, and I, I gotta be honest, I don't know if this applies to you ladies, so any of you listening, feel free to educate me, I can't see what women any different, but if in doubt, crack one off, if you still feel the same afterwards, go ahead, because sometimes you just need to take that edge off and actually think, is that someone I really wanted to pursue with, date with, go out with, or was I just horny, okay. That saved me a lot of drama.
1: Yeah, and as you said there, just briefly, just to kind of finish this one, Dan, it is, is that You're gap. You're going to finish is, me uh, off, Jay?
0: Thanks, mate. No, no, <laughs> Sorry.
1: But it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the gap the gap that you talk about a lot, the gap that we talk about a lot from, you know, it's that gap between... You know, please action, finish
0: this sentence off, please, ga- because I'm fighting saying something.
1: <laughs> the gap between... Um, react you know response and reaction so if something happens to you and just because something happens to you such as a feeling doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you need to respond to it so just take a little time to pause and ask yourself but you know it's so you know i think one of the problems that we have this day and age is that people don't understand as we said moderation so mm-hmm. when we talk about lust you know, a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't lust about anything ever. And I'm like, ah, bollocks. Or you shouldn't desire anything ever. I'm like, bollocks. You know, it no, is a dose. You know, you should have, you should lust for things. You should desire things. It's just not allowing it to consume your life. That's the main yeah. thing. And, and
0: Ain't anything wrong with being horny. You know, it's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Sex is odyssey. Sex is fucking great. Nature's, you know, natural antidepressant feels good. as it oxytocin? I believe you get from skin to skin contact. It does you good. You know, there's nothing wrong with, as Jay said there, lusting after things or after someone. It's completely normal, but it's just making sure it doesn't take over your life. It doesn't consume you. It isn't all you think about.
1: Or ruins your life after you've lusted after it.
0: Yes, the moment of regret.
1: Well, ladies and gents, um, I think we got through that one okay. I see you were a little bit (laughs) out. I think
0: I was not not bad on that one because we knew this one was, forgive the pun, coming up. And uh, (laughs) I had to get someone in there at the end. But yeah, I I hope you've enjoyed this one because this is a fun one to talk about. Because look, we're all human beings and and I kind of say this to people, you know, we all have give or take the same, you know, wants, needs and desires. You know, we all, we want to enjoy life a little bit, fuck every now and then, eat some nice food, do some fun stuff, have some nice things. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. But if that's all consuming, if it's causing you to, you know, be risky, do things that you wouldn't normally do, potentially ruin something that you already have, put yourself in danger, make yourself take actions that could fuck future you financially or or personally, then just as, as we've said a couple of times, just before you go dive, again, one more pun, head first into something, just take a little pause and just think, is this Something that I really want. Is this someone I really want to connect with? Is this someone I really want to do? Is this someone I really want to buy? Wanna eat? Whatever. Or am I just lusting after it?
1: A hundred percent. Ladies and gents, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Body and the Beast. We're gonna be moving into episode four, and that is all about envy. But I have been your body, Jamie Wilson.
0: And I've been your beast, Dan Meredith. Take care.